is Wednesday, February 14th. I guess it's Valentine's Day. I don't know whatever Hallmark holiday that is that they've decided to make it into. I want to peruse the news and get straight to the point. We're going to talk about Joe Biden refusing a cognitive test. Yes, Alejandro Mayorkas, by narrow margin in Congress, has been impeached. Um, We'll get to some other things. First of all, my buddy, my buddy, uh, Eric, he's got this company called My Fireside. He makes these custom fire pits. They're really, really cool. He is a super good dude, has an, has an incredible heart for America, and just a real patriot. And I met him, I was walking down the halls at the Blaze one day. He was there for a meeting in from California, where he resides, in uh, to meet with Glenn Beck. And I didn't know who he was, so I stopped and talked to him. And I found out about his fire pits that he makes with these custom panels. If you've ever watched me on Facebook or anything like that, a lot of times I'm sitting by my fire pit, mine says... Um, God bless America in 1776, and it's got the American flag on another side. It's really cool. You can put whatever you want on there. Check him out, myfireside.com, and uh, check out his website. Check out his really cool fire pits, uh, something to sit around. And who knows, uh, if, if Biden Bidenomics continues to uh, take over America, you might need it for heat. I don't know. You may lose your house. I mean, uh, California's already gone after independent business owners. Mm, God, I don't even want to talk about that. That's a scary thought to me. Uh, they are stealing the American dream. You know, the American dream is to be able to go out there and start a business, uh, just as Eric has done, and to be able to be an entrepreneur, to, to be able to engage in the gig economy, to be a small business owner, to be a big business owner. California's come after that. A lot of people are losing their businesses. I, I don't even want to talk about it. It scares me to think about it because I think that is the future. They, they want to make sure that what you do for gainful employment is 100% controlled by the federal government. It's all about control. The Twitter re-rees, the propagandists, the bots, the AI, all of the trolls out there come after me on social media and tell me how wrong I am and how I don't know what I'm talking about. How I am some sort of a conspiracy theorist, and I wear that badge at this point with honor proudly because I'm always right. You can't tell me the government isn't after control. They simply want more control. And, you know, here's the frightening thing, and we'll talk more about this. The frightening thing about it all is how this country is not only being run by a mindless potato— He's not running anything, but you know what I mean. But the fact that people will continue to defend this administration when they know they're not better off, if they are better off, then they got lucky. If they're better off with Joe Biden in the Oval Office, with this administration running things, this, this, this gaggle of airheads who obviously don't care anything about the average American citizen, just look at the southern border, just look at the just look at what they're pushing as an agenda right now. The last thing they care about is American citizens. You don't believe me? Look at Massachusetts. Massachusetts is now asking private citizens with homes to open up those homes to illegal aliens. Well, you know, they never pushed that initiative for homeless veterans or homeless American impoverished citizens, did they? They never did that for American minorities. But, you know, if you're from Haiti or Mexico or Venezuela, Argentina, well, you know, we, we really want you housed. They don't care about the American citizen. They don't. And, you know, Joe Biden refused to take a cognitive test 
during, well, he's refused it for his next physical. He said, he's not going to do it. Not going to do a cognitive test. The White House has come out and, and said he won't do it. Um, I mean, you know, if you ask Joe, why won't you take a cognitive test? He'd probably say, why should I? When everyone knows that cow pickles fly kites in volcanoes. If anybody needs a cognitive test, it should be the president of the United States. I mean, that should be standard. But God knows Joe can't pass one. I mean, you only refuse tests you know you're going to fail. Drug users, they don't want a piss test. Criminals don't want to take lie detector tests. Uh, I mean, if you could just refuse to take a test, you know you're going to fail with no penalty. Good God, if you could do that, I probably would have passed geometry in the 10th grade. But I didn't have that opportunity. Mm. You think they care about you. Do you think... You think Politicians care about the American citizen. When the Senate just two nights ago passed a $95.3 billion bill to Ukraine with no border security attachments for us. I mean, that makes perfect sense if, if you've got an illegal that's coming across the southern border from Mexico and somehow illegally entering into Ukraine. I don't understand. Why are, why are we passing an almost you know, $95, 96000000000 billion bill to protect other nations' borders? Mitt Romney said it's the most important bill they could pass their entire career as senators. I guess you got to send the money somewhere else before you launder it. You can't just do that right here at home. And, you know, inflation, it's higher than the estimates Um had predicted. I mean, groceries are literally going to start costing you an arm and a leg, literally, which coincidentally are not covered under Biden's insurance policies. And you saw Joe made this commercial about um, uh, shrinkflation. I mean, you talk about a self-own during the Super Bowl or before the Super Bowl, I guess it was, talking about how companies, you know, can lower grocery costs. And they see the inflation reports come out and Joe Biden, rather than using the U.S. government and all the tools at his disposal to lower inflation, he talks about shrinkflation. Then, you know, he's talking about how they're putting less product in the bag. His, his, you know, his ice cream is in a smaller carton now. The potato chips are less in the same size bag, but you're paying the same or more for it. With all of the power and the tools of the federal government, Joe Biden's choosing to, you know, let Pringles and Ruffles do that job for him. Mind-blowing, folks. Mind-blowing. And you know the thing about it is Biden, you know, they're now saying he's a brand. They came out, they basically, they're pushing, they're pushing Biden as a brand. Um, I, you know, Preparation H is also a brand. I just don't know that I want to be involved with that. Uh, if Joe Biden, Dark Brandon, or whatever they want to call it, if that's a brand, count me out, man. I just, I'm not down with that. And, you know, Biden would not take, he won't take the cognitive test, which is interesting to me. And the White House came out in a statement. Karine Jean-Pierre, who, dear God, she probably needs to take a cognitive test. Um, you know, she quoted Biden's physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor said the president proves every day in how he operates and how he thinks by dealing with world leaders, by making difficult decisions on behalf of the American people. Can you, can you tell me, anyone, can anyone tell me a difficult decision that Joe Biden has made on behalf of the American people? Can anyone list that off right now? Just go. 
Go right there. That's that's what I want to hear from you. What is a major decision that Joe Biden has done on behalf of the American people, whether it's domestic or national security? I want you to tell me what it is. And in dealing with world leaders, he just referred to the president of Mexico as the president of Egypt. uh, Sheik went on, KJP went on to say, this is how Dr. O'Connor sees it, and that is how I'm going to leave it. (sighs) Yeah, she said she's known Joe Biden since 2009. He's 81 years old. She said he's still, still sharp. (laughs) sharp as a thumb Uh, she said when we have meetings with him and his staff he's constantly pushing us trying to get more information so that has been my experience with this president you know I've been in old folks home too and watched people speak gibberish out of the top of their head because they want to feel like they're still relevant and they just will keep on talking but that doesn't mean that Joe Biden cognitively knows what the hell is going on on the world stage. He has no clue. He has no clue. And you know this. And I mean, after the her report came out, when you think there'd be a little more urgency to try to figure out if this guy's playing with a full deck as he approaches a re-election campaign and election day come November? Uh, uh, you would think. I mean, last year, his doctor didn't put him through any cognitive tests. Um, the doctor's also never been questioned by a journalist or the press, not that they would do anything but offer him a softball question. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but usually they do interview and give a press conference with the doctors of uh, the president's physician. But they're not going to do that. Oh, it's, it's sad, and I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden hit his head coming off of Marine One, getting off the helicopter. And, you know, I probably shouldn't pick on the old guy, but he did. He hit his head. And it's not like, you know, my buddy Reno Collier, he's a funny, funny comedian. He's got a bit about why they put helmets on monkeys when they were sending them up into space when they were testing rockets. He said, why why did you put the helmet on the monkey? Like, what's he going to do, hit his head and become more monkey? I don't understand. So Joe Biden, it's not like he's going to lose anything. I mean, the guy already acts like he's lobotomized. So he hit his head. And, uh, you know, whether he can't walk up the stairs or he's tripping over something, uh, you know, they lowered the stairs. Instead of taking the 23 up to the top of the 747, now they use the 14 to the underbelly of the plane. So at some point in time, you just got to say, why are we doing this? What is going on? Um, they don't care about the country. They don't care if cogni- cognitively he's aware. They, they, don't, they don't care. I don't think at this stage in the game they even care how it looks in terms of the optics because they don't care about you. Once again, they, they don't care about Americans. $95 billion, people, to Ukraine uh, to fight wars that, that aren't even our own, not our problems. Not, not necessarily. They're not our problems. Oh, man. Representative Mike Collins. (laughs) He tweeted, he said, he's sharp. He's on top of things. Oh, man. The dude can't even get off the helicopter without hitting his head. Oh, my goodness. This thing is not going to end well, folks. It's just simply not going to end well for any of us, if you want to know the honest to God's truth. And it worries me because 
Because, you know, we're in this thing together in a big way. And to think that our institutions, the things that we've trusted in for so many years, even if they, you know, even if historically they have lied to us or, you know, if they've done things under, you know, the cover of secrecy and darkness, we still trusted in certain institutions that were out there. But no, not anymore. It's just simply, it's simply not true anymore. And, you know, they're going to keep pushing things. For instance, I'll tell you this. The media is on their side. You know, I talked to you the other day about this uh, generative AI journalism. Now Microsoft is going to help journalists grow their audiences and, and help them tell stories a certain way. Obviously, that's going to cater to what is largely a leftist uh, population of journalists. But, you know, you take this situation that happened. Well, just last week, I'll give you a couple of, couple of examples. You know, IDF forces, Israeli forces went in, which Joe Biden told them not to do it. Joe Biden told Israel to stand down, not do anything. IDF forces went in, rescued two hostages from Rafa. Rafa, Rafa, I can't, I don't know. And um, probably could have gotten more with some support. But, you know, I bet you haven't heard about that, have you? I bet you haven't heard about that. You, you probably have not seen the news media, you know, saying, man, that's, that's heroic of what they did in going in and, and getting two hostages. Uh, you'll never hear protesters out there saying, free the hostages. Let the hostages go. You'll never go to a pro-Palestine rally and, and hear any of that type of stuff. But I digress. Take this, you know, this thing that happened the other day with the Lakeland Church there in Houston. Isn't it interesting? So here is, and people, boy, they corrected me. I put this on Twitter. I put this on Instagram. And I, and I said, this is a biological female who, who said that she was a male. She went by the name Jeffrey. And everybody said, no, it's a biological male, biological male. See, see how confused everybody is at this point? The media is not even telling you the truth about who they were biologically. Now, Houston police came out and held a press conference and said that they did, you know, an investigation into how this person identified themselves. And we've discovered that it's a she, her. Uh, she identifies as a Janess Yvonne Marino. Uh, so they... Spent more time worrying about investigating pronouns than they did getting to the bottom of this. But, you know, and according to, uh, according to this article I'm reading, uh, redstate.com, I'd love to reference them. They've got some good articles. Jeff Charles wrote this. Uh, here's an interesting little, uh, little excerpt. It says, years before a shooter opened fire at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston, residents in the small neighborhood said they had run-ins with the suspect who frightened them. Uh Six women who live in the neighborhood in Conroe, a North Houston suburb, that's technically where I live, said the woman, uh, Janessa Yvonne Moreno, targeted them, harassed them, threatened them, displayed firearms, and made them fear being outside their homes. Uh, late Monday afternoon, the women held a news conference in the driveway of a home to describe what they said they had been enduring and to criticize what they said was officials' failure to respond to their reports about Moreno. Uh, no one should have died. No one should have been hurt. This should have been handled years ago. They said uh, this was um, a person named Jill, the president of a neighborhood association, and I'm going to assume was probably a biological female, actual one. Um, didn't want to give her last name for fear of retaliation, of course. What's my point? My point is law, law enforcement have known about this person 
Isn't that always the way it seems to be? You know, either law enforcement or federal agencies, they know about this person. They've been on a list of some kind. They've been reported, but yet they just quit watching these people. And then something violent like this happens. And then in this case, because it is a yet another person with gender dysphoria, person claiming to be a gender or a sex that they were not born with, a person who had free Palestine written on the buttstock of their rifle as they entered into the church and opened fire, uh, they're going to sweep this under the rug. They're simply not going to talk about this. They're not going to talk about the mental health issues. They're not going to reveal what type of drugs this person was on. Uh, they're not going to label this as a mental illness. They're not going to call it a dysphoria. They'll kick me off of TikTok and Instagram if I use the word transgender, but yet we can't talk about these things. It's bullshit. But why is it? And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because this government doesn't care about you. They simply don't care about its citizens. I mean, we elect these people. They go up there. They're, you know, you know I've made the comment. They tax you 100% if they could get away with it. And who knows that's not coming. I mean, you know, when people start pushing for socialism, let's just bring all the all the highways down low and the in the in the valleys up high, right? Let's bring everything equitable. That's what they want. Everybody has their fair share and everybody's paying their fair share. Your fair share would be 100% and the government will dole out to you what they think you should get, what you should receive, what you deserve. But we're not allowed to tell the truth. We're not allowed to talk about things. We're not allowed to analyze, speculate, ask questions, imagine what it could be, what could be going on. You can't speak out loud. You can't use certain language. Your vocabulary has been restricted. We live in a world in which nations are literally training young boys on ways to kill in the name of their military and for their brand of patriotism. But over here, we have to mark Instagram posts with graphic content, or this is not uh, good to be published on YouTube because it might offend somebody. These are banned words. We're a soft generation. Just a whole, whole pile of wusses right here in the United States of America. Can't talk about anything, can't question anything, can't call anybody out. Can't call those things that are with the words that truly describe them. We have to keep playing with imaginary language, pronouns, garbage, identities. Mm. It's frustrating, folks. And you're labeled a crazy person, a conspiracist. You're deplatformed. You you get docked. And when they do, as we said at the beginning of this program, I'm going to hush. When they do come after your business, whenever you as an entrepreneur, and listen, so many of us, we're virtually unhirable. You, you heard the podcast with Baptiste Marche from France. He, you know, so he wants to go, if he's not an entrepreneur, if he's not running his own business, guess what? He goes out and tries to get a job with somebody. The employer immediately is going to Google him and guess what's going to pop up? What do you think is going to pop up for me? We become virtually unhirable. And we just wind up homeless and destitute. Do you think Lisa in Boston will kick that Haitian family out, tell them to go back home and move me in with her? I don't think she will. You know why? Because they don't care about us. They don't care about you. When you think the government loves you, you keep sucking on that teat. And that thing's going to run dry really, really fast. They passed a bill. We'll see where it goes in the House. But they passed a bill. $95.3 billion to Ukraine. Israel, Gaza, Taiwan, boy, nothing about Eagle Pass, nothing about South Texas, nothing about Southern Arizona, none of that. Mm -mm -mm. 
Oh, man, oh, man. Well, that's an encouraging word. I, I tell you, I, I just want you to believe in the government so much. I want you to know how much they care about you, folks. They don't. They don't. But uh, here we are. I love you guys. I really do. I appreciate you. I want you to, uh, I want you to uh, drop me your email address at thechadprathershow.com. I hope you're enjoying these audio podcasts. I enjoy them a lot. Uh, may do more of them. I don't know. I may add more to the week. We'll see. A lot of people are still trying to figure out how to do podcasts, like how to listen to them, where to go find them. Well, when you get over to it and you finally figure it out, get your five-year-old to teach you. And when you get over there, go down. There's a place on Apple Podcasts particularly, and I think on Spotify as well, where you can leave a rating and review. Give me five stars and then tell me what you think about the show. It helps us. Tell your friends about it. Tell them while they're out on their walk and, you know, doing their thing at the gym or whatever they're doing, laundry. Tell them to put in the earbuds and listen to my voice. It's, it's kind of depressing. Go to watchchad.com. That is where all the fun stuff is. I try to save all the funny stuff for the weekends when I get to go out and do live shows. And so we're going to be at uh, Dosey Doe it's spring, in Spring, Texas, Friday night. Going to be a fun show. Then Fredericksburg at the Rockbox Theater. Uh, the following week, going to be, I'm going over to Nashville. I got to finish some recordings over there with based records. Hopefully my voice will hold out. And uh, we're gonna have we got some we got a fun new song coming out called Famous Again should be out in the next few weeks I'll keep you posted on that you know well and then uh, where am I gonna be I'm gonna be in Coleman Texas uh, next weekend following weekend then I'm gonna be uh, Cushing Oklahoma and I don't know I may be headed to Israel I, d I don't know I, we're still trying to work out the details on that I'll keep you posted on that as well maybe headed over to Israel so appreciate your prayers appreciate your thoughts. Uh, thank you for all your encouraging words, and be sure to tune in on Tuesdays and Thursdays on YouTube to watch The Chad Prather Show, and then, of course, Mondays and Wednesdays, and we'll see if we expand more. Mondays and Wednesdays, check us out right here where podcasts are offered. Know that I love you. Know that I appreciate you more than I could ever say, and uh, God bless every single one of you. Know that I pray for you daily, and I appreciate you so much. We're in this thing together, folks. God knows nobody else loves us, and that includes the federal government, state government, local government, city council, school board members. They don't care. They don't want to hear from us. All right, guys, take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.